Previously on the Jay and Dan podcast. Mm-hmm. You know how it is. You, you clean up a counter or something and you've got it in your fingers and you eat something. You're like, oh man, I just got Lysol in my mouth. But I guess it's it, clean. Again, I that's never happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have ever been hung over and broadcast. No, no, no. We got the time, the time of your life. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Maradonis, he's uh, man, he's got some problems. Let's- <laughs> hey, Maradona, wild water and wheels. Time of your life. <laughs> On the TV side. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, I gotta go. All right. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everyone. What's going on? She's having a kid. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's it's a lot of Dan in this show. I apologize. Mm -hmm. One is the loneliest. Who the f*** was sitting in this chair? You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Presented by our good friends at Coors Light. I misspelled it. It says Coors. (laughs) Weren't they a band? Coors Light. One more. One more. Another one? Yeah. Can we turn it up a little? Dance. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Jay and Dan podcast with no Jay as he is uh, with a little baby. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the week of December 3rd. So Tessa Banam's going to join us for the podcast. Why not? Yeah. Why not, eh? Hey. Why not, eh? You're hosting the show, the TV show with me tonight. Uh, you didn't want to come in on a Sunday night because I hosted Sunday all by myself because no one wanted to come in. I had um, I had a shift. I swapped it. I got Lindsay Hamilton to take my shift. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I was uh, driving to Buffalo, actually, picking up uh, my boyfriend coming back from a boys weekend in Miami. Oh, so he cheaped out and flew into Buffalo. Correct. What? So it inconven- So he saves money, but inconveniences you. Well, here's the thing. I uh, I saved Lindsay's bacon uh, a little while back so she mm-hmm. could go to a football game. Uh, in turn, she saved my bacon because I had four Christmas parties to go to on Saturday. Therefore, Sunday was not very productive. Okay. But you still had to drive to Buffalo. I drove to Buffalo. Yeah. So there and back, how much out of your day? I'm going to... F- five hours at least? He was late, so (laughs) he landed at 6. Good news, though. I left late as well, uh, so it was perfect timing. Okay. Uh, Yeah, so I left at around 4, quarter to 4. Okay. And Um, uh, might want to turn off your uh, message uh, notes there. Yeah, Carrie Gendron, she's all up in my grill right now. Um, Yeah, left at 4, got there in about hour 45-ish. How much did he save on this flight? So this is what happened. Okay. Here's the thing. Okay. He had originally booked his flight on points. And where was he going again? Miami. Miami. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had booked his trip on points, right? But he Got was going to leave Thursday, a day earlier, with two of his buddies, one of which is a pilot who was going to be flying that exact flight down to Miami. Pretty sweet. Uh, and then um, just life happens, and a couple of them drop out. The two guys that he's supposed to fly there earlier with. And... Uh, so he's like, I gotta change my, I gotta change my flight. So then, obviously, you call with points. It's damn near impossible. Yeah. So he's like, great. I'm just gonna lose out on you know 200 bucks in taxes and all those points. And I was like, no chance. So he has this thing in the new year in Anaheim. I was like, why don't you just use the points towards that, pay another 200 bucks, and then just buy yourself new flights. So have you ever heard of this airline called Swoop? It does not sound like a quality airline. It flies out of Hamilton. Uh, <laughs> it is. Uh, 
he definitely saved money flying on it. So his buddy bought a ticket <laughs> for they have 69 seats? bucks. Yeah, tons of seats. 69 okay. bucks. He had, Ed had his own row, his entire whole row. So anyways, he saved money doing that, and he ended up flying back cheap through uh, Buffalo because of the extra cash spent due to... Well, it sounds like a nightmare. Um, it was, but he made it, and it's All Miami. of that right there is uh, just makes me not want to travel on points. Uh, yeah. I went to Regina this past weekend. Oh, um, similar to Miami, a little different. Regina Beach, hey, how was it? Uh, it was good. So I went there to host a uh, a corporate Christmas party for Brandt Equipment. They make uh, big machinery, um, billion dollar company, family owned, great people. Seventeen hundred people at this Christmas party. What? Um, and so I didn't. I was a surprise guest, so I was there Friday because they wanted to make sure I was there in time. They don't want you to your flight to be missed because of weather. Mm-hmm. So I went to Earl's the night before, as you do in Regina. You do that. Earl's South. And uh, people were asking, well, what are you doing in town? I said, well, I saw our vacation. Because I didn't want to get... And they were like, no, you don't. I'm like, yeah, I do. I come here all the time. So people believe that I do vacation in Regina. And I saw a buddy of yours there. Of mine? Yeah. Whom? Hmm. Nat Spooner. Oh, Natalia oh. Ombre. Uh-huh. Nat Spooner. Natalie Spooner is probably one of the funniest teammates that I've had. She's up there top five for sure. That's right. I She sent me a tweet. She said, by chance, are you sitting at the Earls in Regina? Can I pull up her exact text message? <laughs> yes, do it. I And eventually she came over. I went over to her table and then we uh, like had some drinks and took a picture and sent it to you. And you're like, yeah, I know. She texted me. Hey, do you know if Dan O'Toole is in Regina? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Pretty sure I'm sitting across the bar from him, but I don't want to go say hi if it's not him. Ha ha. And then I get that goofy pic from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, do you go to Earl's often? I can't say I go to Earl's. No, oh. I don't. Okay, well, get the dry ribs if you go. Yeah? Delicious. It's like little burnt pieces of meat. Mm. Oh. Yummy. Okay. And you know what Don't you always get, get the... when you're in Regina? You get the clam chowder. The chowder. <laughs> Landlocked province. The chowder is always a good option. Can't go wrong with chowder. And um, driving around Regina right now, it's a winter wonderland. I can imagine. Because all the trees are white because of the frost. But it's not just frost. So I had the same driver everywhere I went. David, great guy. Yeah. And I'd, I'd stop him. I'm like, the trees are so beautiful. He's like, yeah, it's the hoarfrost. The what? It's called the hoarfrost. <laughs> Come on. Yes, it is. Uh, can you spell that? Uh, W-H-O-R-E. Okay. Um, let me pull it up here to make sure. Uh, you're, go- you're actually Googling it? Yeah. It's, it's a thing. It's, oh. He, he's not making it up. Urban Dictionary okay, Hoarfrost. Well. The effects of cold temperatures upon the scantily clad, seen as lacy patterns of ice upon the bare calves, arms, lower back, and upper breast during wintertime in cold climates. The ice resembles the more common hoarfrost. Oh, it's H-O-A-R. Yeah, okay. So frost. Way also different. seen during the winter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so look at, this is a tree up close. Look at this. Oh, wow, that is real cool. Yeah, it's a winter wonderland. Um, so an update on Jay. Baby's good and everything. Uh, he's going to be back on the TV show on Sunday night. He'll be back on the podcast next Monday. Baby, mom, uh, sister, not his sister, the baby's sister, uh, Jay, they're all doing great. So they're, good. they were in the hospital for like not even two days, I think. Honestly, they don't. I swear to God, once you pop that thing out, they're like, all right, well, see ya. Grab a snack on your way out. It's like, what? 
Unless uh, unless you get a C-section, then you're then you're good for a couple days. Yeah, so Jay left on, so we taped the podcast Monday. We did the TV show Tuesday night. He left during the first commercial break. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we showed you behind the scenes what happened there because I didn't know, I thought I'd missed something. And he just all of a sudden, okay, gotta go. Having a kid, you heard it there off the top. Yeah. Um, before we bring in our special guest, um, okay, this is from uh, a gentleman in Regina. Was watching the... Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> no, that was the... That was an, oh, I should read that one, though. Okay. Um, this guy said, was watching the raw feed of the Nylander signing news conference. Heard one reporter say to another, saw you on Scrum Lurkers last week. And he said, what an honor. <laughs> Um, but this person just heard you're funny about uh, the frosty trees in Regina would have been an awesome joke, especially in Regina, except that technically it is rhyme ice, not hoarfrost. Sorry to be a spoiler. Cause I said the trees were beautiful because of the frost and I can't say the full name because that's not allowed on TV, yeah. but it's called rhyme ice. Cons- uh, Spell the rhyme. R I M E. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Did you give that an Urban Dictionary, Google? <laughs> no, I, I'm sick of that device. Okay, let's bring in our uh, our special guest here. Oh, actually, before we bring it in, I wanted to, what were you doing today with your carpets? I, I, I cleaned my, I rented one of those vacuum clean, carpet clean things. Yes. So from the grocery store, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so when you're renting it and taking it home, are you thinking, where has this thing been before? Yeah, like I rinsed out all the inside of, because yep. people just leave it gross. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I don't want this gross back on what I think is my gross, <laughs> so I'm going to clean their gross first. And to my surprise, not a good one, like carpets are really dirty. The water that you dump out after? I, I think they've got something in the in. machine because every time I've used one of those, it's the same. You're like, oh my God, I'm disgusting. All this was in my house. I think they've got a chemical reaction going on inside there where you're thinking, wow, I'm getting all this dirt out. But I th- like, how often do you actually do that to your carpets? I feel like that I don't is have why anymore. it's so gross. Yeah. To the I- point where like, I want to do it again tomorrow. <laughs> Except the carpets probably won't be clean or dry by then. No, you're, that's the only you can't. They're not going to be dry for three weeks. Yeah, why? Because I, literally today I was like, I'm just going to pull out my blow dryer and start blow drying this thing. <laughs> well, I take and stupid week. me. I well, so I do the carpet and then I do the upholstery, so you can't even sit down on my couch. Oh boy, what a mess! And I know. It's wet dog smell everywhere. That's going to be with it's you. It's not for a wet while. dog anymore. That's why I did it. Our dog likes to. She's a bulldog. She's beautiful. And she's got a crease in her nose, and it gets like, uh, we call it cheesy, but it gets like uh, stuff in there that we clean out, and it's Ugh. it stinks a little bit. So we have to do it. We do it like once a day. Some days we forget. So when you let it go two days, she starts like scrubbing her nose on the carpet. Uh, and I saw her do it the other day, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm, that's it. I'm, I'm cleaning this carpet. No more face cheese. No more nose cheese from Tanky. Okay, well, good so, luck yeah. with that. Uh, just Thanks. crank the heat in it. There's only about three layers of carpet in there with the padding and all that. Should be dry. Should be no fine. Time. Yeah. Mm. Uh, our special special guest going to come in now. Okay. TSN radio host. Have you met this guy before? Yeah, I met him because I was here on time. Oh, I was always on time. Oh, were you? You've ne- you've never been on the radio with Matt Cause never. before? Never. But we met when I first walked in. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Hey, I, I, a couple little quick thoughts. Okay. Good. 
Do you ever feel like the shame you feel when you're cleaning the carpets? Yeah. And the water is so dark and murky when it when you know when you're sitting there and vacuuming it, and you just think, is this the lifestyle I live? Yes. Where yeah. it's so just disgusting. Yeah. So that was my first thought. Also, uh, Horfrost is my name when I do adult films. So that's my uh, <laughs> that's my name on my IMDb page. So now you know. Yeah. Um, how much does a uh, carpet cleaner run you these days to rent? Um, $32. Okay, but you got to buy I, the chemicals. Yeah, so I bought like a $17 thing. Okay. So $32, but it's supposed to be for 24 hours. But since it was a Monday, for whatever reason, the woman was very excited to tell me that I got it for 48 hours. Oof. Wow. There you go. I know. So then oh, I was wait. like, so then I was like, well, then I'll rent the upholstery hose too. Might as well get the couches done. But Mondays would be the busiest because people are cleaning up after the weekend. This is what I thought. Yeah. But yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. I'm telling you, go to the metro. Man, it was nothing but excitement in your home when you got the uh, then the upholstery uh, part as well, and just got the place all clean. I was sweating, sweating. I literally texted Ed, and I was like, "I am full on. Sw- I'm not going to the gym today. I am working out right now." <laughs> Did you feel good? Like when you, when it was all done, and just that that's because when you when you clean your place, that sense of just order has been restored. Yeah, it felt good, except like I was so gross with the dirt that I was dumping out that it was like, oh. well, I did that. Thank God it's that much less dirty. But then I was like, I'm keeping this thing here until tomorrow because I'm doing this again. I want to see if the water is less dirty because if it is still as dirty, I'm reporting to you and I'm telling you that there for sure is yeah. stuff in there. There is. There's something weird going on. I have a carpet cleaning story. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before. Back in the day when I uh, first got started in broadcasting, I was doing airborne traffic reporting in uh, Vancouver, B.C. Um, I lived uh, with my boss at the time and then end- ended up dating her. Anyway, that's a, that's a moot point. Um, <laughs> I don't think it is, but continue. We didn't have much money. and <laughs> <laughs> There was a lot of carpet in this uh, condo we were renting, and we didn't have a vacuum cleaner. And this is back before the internet, everything. So this is like late 90s. When did the internet start? I mean, dial-up, you could get dial-up in 98. It wasn't very good. No one had a computer or anything. No, no, no one had a computer in 99. (laughs) So (laughs) hold on, uh, there was ICQ and stuff by then. I don't know what that is. Really? I don't know what that is either. ICQ? No. No, you got none of that? Okay. Okay, so uh, we see an ad in like uh, the paper or somewhere... For, uh, you get some knives if you get a guy <laughs> to come to your house and give you a demonstration for a vacuum. So I'm like, yeah, we need to vacuum these, uh, these floors and we need knives. So, so win-win. Yeah. So this guy shows up straight out of the Simpsons, you know, the sales guy in the Simpsons. Old oh, Gil? Yeah. Uh, Old Gil needs this sale. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Go ahead, drool all you want. You can't hurt that finish now. Rainwater, that'll strip it right off. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Come on, Gil. He's he's showing how great this is, and he's got this cleaner, and he's like, oh, I got another thing out in the car. I'll go get it. So I tell her, I'm like, watch for him coming back. I'm going to vacuum the entire place while he's out. So I'm doing every... We vacuum the entire place. He comes back in. Price of the vacuum was like seven hundred dollars. Oh my so hard god! No. So I'm like, uh, nah, I don't think so. He's like, oh, oh, jeez. Oh, my wife's gonna kill me. Old Gil needs this sale. So he goes, can I borrow your phone? So I'm like, sure. <laughs> so he's talking to someone. He's like, yeah, it's not going well. Oh so, no. So 
He says, here, my boss wants to talk to you. So the boss gets on the phone. He's like, yeah, it's uh, it's Gil. He hasn't made a sale in months. <laughs> he really needs this one. Do you think you could? I'm like, uh, no. Okay, we'll knock 100 bucks off. So they knocked it down to like $500 for this vacuum. Oh, it's practically getting it for free. So I'm like, no, sorry, I can't. So the guy was about to leave. I'm like... Or the knives. <laughs> yeah. So he had to go to the car and get the knife. The knives were like from the dollar store. Yeah. But we got the knives and we got our, our carpets cleaned. You're brave because this enraged man, you've asked him to bring you <laughs> sharp edged metal objects inside your home. Yeah. Oh, poor girl. I think great plan. You got your carpets cleaned, so good on you. Yeah. And a free set of knives. You just potentially ruin that guy's year. That's it. That's the only <laughs> yeah. But guy. how about that for a hard sell? Yeah. Guilt. Calls his <laughs> boss. Using... I don't know. You talk to him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. yes. ICQ. Do you have the door closed when someone leaves? What the hell oh, so is this? Ice... like an instant messenger? Yeah, it was before oh. MSN Messenger. ICQ. Wow, you were ahead of the time, Tess. Was I? I think I was just in that time. Yeah, I'm 43. Um, I was always like... I, I still have a BlackBerry, and I was the last to get, like, email back in the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. I was way behind on stuff. So. Right. We had email when I was in college in, like, 96, 97, and we only had one computer at our college at Algonquin, <laughs> and you'd have to wait to go check your email when everyone, you know, again, oh. kids like, these days like yeah. prison. so easy. Uh, okay. Easy. So uh, Matt is a uh, is a sommelier now. Yep. So um, he's going to give us some holiday picks for wine that are all within our budget. This is when you aren't drinking Coors Light. When you've had when you've had your Coors Lights and you're like, I want something different. That's not Coors Light because Coors Light not in the wine industry as of yet. Can I just pre- preface this with something? Yes. My father. Before dinner, always pours just a little glass of beer, mm-hmm. which we all will partake. Um, and it came from his grandmother, who said that you have to have a beer before dinner, before you eat or drink anything, because the bubbles will open up your taste buds. <laughs> oh, I, I like that. That's I a don't good know tradition. if that's a real thing. I think that was just an excuse, but I still roll with it. Hey, listen, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever justifies. It'll open your taste buds. Right. Welcome, Coors Light. You got another new slogan. By the way, <laughs> it's it's funny because I'll be called like a wine snob, mm-hmm. um, even though I don't think I am. But then when it comes to beer, I am a like big fan of Coors Light. I drink it all the time. And then the you know the beer snob people out there who just drink you know the craft blah blah blah. They're like, oh, Coors Light. I'm like, wait a minute. You call me a wine snob. Why can't I call you a beer snob? You know, if they look down on it, I'm I'm a big fan of like you know a nice bottle of Bordeaux and then Coors Light. It's a great cottage combination. My brother, Sean, who's been on this podcast before, he only drinks like Molson Canadian Coors Light because it's, it is the cleanest. They filter it 500 times. And then his philosophy is always like, well, those craft breweries, they're, they're making it in a bathtub. Mm-hmm. It's because they're dirty. That's why they taste different. Yeah. Mm. It's essentially dirty beer. They use some of the water from the carpet cleaner, and they mix. That's how the stouts get their dark. That, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Mm, this one will be an IPA. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nutty. That's exactly what IPAs taste like: carpet juice. Ew. Unless they become a sponsor, then then it'd be different. What would you drink first for one million dollars? Bong water or carpet 
juice cleaner water. Bong water. Bong 100%. water. Bong. At least you're going to get a little bit of a high, right? <laughs> yeah. But you'd vomit from both. But you know what Most you're, definitely. Yeah, but you know what you're getting with the bong water. The carpet water, I mean, you can have a cornucopia of disgusting coming your way. You don't... Tank's nose cheese, for instance. Oh, yeah. I don't want oh that. God. Yeah. Ugh. I still can't get over the nose cheese from a dog. I'll send you a picture next time. Um, okay, so what are we drinking for the holidays? Um, oh. Okay, so g- give me... And g- are you going to give us wines that we can actually find? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Every- you gave me ones before. I've direct messaged you, and I said, mm-hmm. here, give me some, and you send me a bunch, and I can never find them. Okay, that was because of the particular LCBO you went can into. I, can I take a note? While you're telling us all this? I can yes. email them all to you as well. Okay. And, and by the way, Dan, when you eventually come on my wine podcast, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a story about something that really bad that happened to me when I was interviewing you and we talked about the fact that uh, none of the wines were in Curtis or wherever the hell it is you live. But all okay. these ones, you can get at the LCBO. So okay, good. Here is my first recommendation. I've talked about this one in the past. Um, the holidays, you do more more celebration, which often leads to, you know, uh, sparkling wine, like your Proseccos or your Cavas or Champagne. Now, Champagne's expensive. The yes. average bottle, 75 bucks. Most of the Prosecco we get here, a lot of it's not very good. It's very plain. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. Yep. Exactly. So what if I told you I could get you a sparkling wine that was around 18 to $20 that is made the exact same way that Champagne is made? Sign me up. Would you be interested in that? Okay, yes. it's called Cremant, C-R-E-M-A-N-T. And it's a sparkling wine made in France, but it's just not made in Champagne. So it's much cheaper because the, the real estate in Champagne is some of the most expensive real estate in the world. So that just bumps up your cost. So, so it, if you're like a neighborhood over, yeah. it's still the same. But you just can't call it champagne. It's not the same, and I won't get into all the soil reasons why, but okay. like the limestone and chalkiness. But just pro- I pro- buy a bottle of Cremant. Okay. You can get it at, at any LCBO, and it'll be $19, $20. And it'll have a lot more depth and complexity than Cava or Prosecco. It's not going to hit champagne, but it's 50 bucks cheaper, and it's only about $5 more expensive than a lot of the Proseccos out there. So Cremant is, uh, is the first place. And we should start. mention... Since this is across Canada, this podcast, so wherever you get your alcohol, we're just using LCBO as a reference here because that's the only place we can get... Actually, no, we can get it in grocery stores now. You can, but but it's a lot more limited in terms of selection. Yeah, if you're listening anywhere else, whatever your giant, um, uh, you know, your Lickbo, whatever, wherever you go to get your booze, um, you should be able to find Cremont. How great is it to be a Canadian now? Compared to when uh, our parents were... Well, they're still Canadians, but when they were (laughs) our age, you can now get... Weed from the government, you yep. can get uh, wine from the the grocery store. Yep, it's crazy time. It's a great time for sinning, you know. <laughs> yes. Versus versus no, in nineteen seventy five. The only thing we need, there's no sinning if the government sells it to you. There you go. That's true. The only thing we need is lower prices. Yes, the taxes because are pretty high. My yes. father, when he would come down and visit me in the states, he would buy around for everyone in the bar and ask for the detailed printed receipt so he could go home and then show his friends look at all of the booze i bought for this little bit of money that's right so the the bottle of uh you, sparkling wine you just yeah. said nailing is 18 to 20 dollars here in canada yeah. in the states that'd be eight to ten dollars <laughs> like in california like at a bevmo well 
I'm going to push back a little bit. It depends. California wine is certainly much cheaper in the United States than it is in Canada. But there is ones where it's comparable. A lot of Italian wines, um, especially uh, the stuff that the LCBO brings in, they have deals with certain wineries, so they get to buy more in bulk. Uh. Um, but yes, overall, it is still uh, agreed. It is still cheaper on average uh, to buy to buy booze and beer, especially beer in the States than yeah. it is in Canada. Ridiculous. Yes. So, okay. So we got a good sparkling wine. Yeah. You know, um, what are we going to next? Okay, well, we can just go on from we can just go from the lightest to the darkest. We can do it like that. Okay. Um, so for and and I can keep a lot of this Canadian content if you want. Um, I like supporting Canadian businesses. Okay, I'm um, down with that. This one's a little bit more Ontario focused. Uh, I apologize. I'll try to get some BC ones. Um, actually, I, I can um, for Ontario. Try Riesling, and there is Rieslings that are dry, that are super dry. And my favorite is one called Featherstone. And it is in the St. Catharines area. It's called Black Sheep Riesling. And the reason they call it that is they actually use sheep to uh, eat all the plants at the bottom of the vines. Uh, I think I've... Are they the eco-friendly winery? That they are one? eco-friendly. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, about 17 bucks. Great Riesling. Dirt, uh, dirt dry. Like really dry. Um, and again, Riesling goes well with so many different types of food. So when you're at the holidays and there can be just... Who knows? You, you, you can go from a, from a you know, samosa... Did I say that right? Yeah. Okay, from a samosa <laughs> to like Thai food to, to like turkey, and it will go with all of it. Okay, good. Yeah. So these are great. So you bring them to holiday parties, you just have them stocked up. Yeah. Uh, right now, Christoph, he's writing these down. He's already going to have them at parties. Yeah. He's going to bring them next week for the podcast. Okay, good. Yeah, and then we'll go um, one other white, uh, Southbrook Winery, uh, which is in uh, Niagara as well. Fantastic Chardonnay. They do really good Chardonnay for close to about 20 bucks. Uh, if you're in BC, Mission Hill, the Mission Hill Chardonnay is great. BC, I was shocked by how good the level of Chardonnay was, like in the Okanagan, Kelowna area. So, because uh, I want to try to represent the West. I love um, it. Oh, also, uh, Nova Scotia does good sparkling wine. If you can Nova. find it, Nova Scotia, yeah, they, they do. They they have the climate for it. They do really good. Uh, they do really good um, uh, um, sparkling. Moving on to red. Yes, I won't get. Uh, now I'll, I'm listening. Yeah, well, you, you got to get more of the whites. Um, here's one rule for reds, and maybe I won't give a specific one, but I'll just give you some general ideas because you mentioned it. I mean, people are listening across Canada. Tess and I have a history with red wine. Yeah, I was um, I was going to share that after he was done. Okay. Oh, good. I want to hear that. Yeah, um, I know you. Do. Okay. I, I absolutely do. Okay. Um, You've got to avoid certain areas where it's so expensive, like Bordeaux, Burgundy, and California. Avoid all those areas just because the wine's more expensive. And a lot of times, if someone says, hey, I got a good Napa Cabernet Sauvignon for sixteen ninety-five, there's a good chance there's a lot of chemicals and artificial yeasts and sugar added. Mm-hmm. So I would say avoid that. So you, you, okay. you want to go more for value. Um, and one psalm I was talking with, she loves Washington State. In Washington State, you can get good cabs, good Merlot, um, really good Syrah, actually, from there as well. And it'll be less expensive. And it'll just strictly be less expensive because, again, the overhead to produce the wine is doesn't cost as much as if you're in Napa or Sonoma. Now, how about a red that I picked up today, actually, from Prince Edward County, a Pinot? Yes. Are they making good Pinots? Is it Rose Hall Run? No, Ugh. it's like Prince Edward. Prince Edward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or, yeah. AMA or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're... The winery's called Prince Edward something. Great spot. I went out there this past summer. And yes. Rose, Rose Hall. Rose the, Hall's great. Man, their Rose, Pinot? Yeah. All right. I bought, I, can't, I bought 
two cases of it. You should. <laughs> oh no, no, no! That's the right I way love to. It. No, that's the right like, way to Ooh. do it. Well, it's not milk. It's not going to go bad. In fact, the longer you, you hold it up for a couple of years, it's going to be better. Prince Edward County is fantastic. They are great. Their Pinot Noir and Chardonnays are fantastic. In fact, okay, uh, Stanners, S T A and N E R S. Um, you can get some good stuff from the early twenties. Um, both their Pinot Noir not and from the nineteen twenties in the. In the $20, $20 range. rate. In the tra- yeah. I was going to yeah. say, wow. If you're going to drink wine from the 1920s, you're going to want to drink more sweet stuff from Bordeaux, like Santerre, because it'll still be good. Um, but you, uh, because of the soil there, they do great Pinot Noir, great uh, Chardonnay. Okay. So go ch- go check out that area. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Okay, great now how about a big, bold red? Big, bold red. Okay. A couple thoughts. First, Mouverdre in an area called Bandol. B-A-N-D-O-L. What country? Provence. It's in France, okay. southern France, Provence. Um, if you can find Band- any reds from Bandol, the, the grape's called Mouverdre, much bigger um, and a lot more. Uh, so that's like your good, meaty wine. Um, Spain, you, you can still get good Rioja that's aged like five, seven years old that is still like $19, $20. And you get a lot of the oak that you can find in Napa Cabernet because they age it with uh, American oak uh, for a lot of parts in Rioja, Spain. And there's, uh, excuse me, that one dollar, uh, that one dollar, that uh, one bottle you sent me that I could find, yeah. and it was the cheapest of the bunch. It's like $8 for the small, yeah. 14 or 16 bucks for the big one. Mm-hmm. Where's that one from? That's Spain as well, right? No, no, no. That one. Oh, um, yes. That's the one with the circle on the label. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, it's gonna take me a second to remember yeah. the name, but I'll, I'll throw another one. Uh, Connoisseur is a Chilean, large Chilean producer. C O N O S U R. Um, their Pinot's good, and uh, Viognier, which is a white wine, is uh, is also really good. Um, yeah, but yeah, Washington State, great for your for your reds. You know, you can still get the big reds there. Um, Cahors, C-A-H-O-R-S. It's Malbec from southern France. And to me, I, I enjoy those Malbecs more than Argentina, which is famous Mendoza for theirs. But I would suggest try that area. Again, southern France, not as expensive as Bordeaux or Burgundy, so you, you won't be spending as much money, and it can be a, a pretty full-bodied red wine. Perfect. Yeah. So you buy all those wine after you've bought eight cases of course, light. Uh, so the red wine story, I went to a party at Tessa's once, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, I had, a, had some red wine, and hadn't you just bought uh, that couch? I had just, thank goodness, had my couch scotch-guarded. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. So brand new couch. I was like, you know, I'm going to scotch-guard this thing. It's like beige. Yeah. Gray beige. Light. And then I, for some reason, I don't even know why I did this, because I throw parties, and I have dinner parties all the time. Great and parties, And so then I always. bought a whitish carpet mm. to go with it. Yeah. And Dan, <clears throat> um, I was telling some story and then talks I, with his hands, that guy. So. And then the wine got knocked out of my hand all <sighs> over. And then Dutch came over and it was like bumper cars everywhere. <laughs> and so literally I woke up in the morning and I was like, what the hell? I look, my white carpet <laughs> was now red polka dotted. My couch had a massive stand. But the best part was my, uh, patio had wine all on the windows into my room, all down onto a chair, all down onto the ground. And I was like, oh. okay, this is hilarious. Dutch walked in and it looked like he had been shot. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? What happened? And he's like, do you have any stain remover? <laughs> oh, I, I turned around and bumped right into a tool and his wine dumped all on me. I was like, well, that's, I'll give him that. It wasn't his fault. It was Dutch has got a barrel chest. 
Yeah, but mm-hmm. y- you've got to be aware. I'm blaming. I'm blaming Dan. I'm blaming you on this. Oh yeah, like, a thousand percent. My yeah, fault. Yeah. yeah, like you've got to be. You <laughs> well, here's the other spatial awareness. The other thing was, I had a couple nice bottles of wine, and I was like, "Here, open mm. these." And we had gone through probably oh, no. a couple, and yeah. then I turned around, and Dan's laughing, looking at me, and he's opening one of my nice bottles of wine, and I'm like, "Well, you're pouring me a glass of that first. <laughs> yeah. Secondly, if you spill any of this, I will be very upset with you. Do you remember what it was? Huh. It was a wine that was gifted to me. It might have been a cake bread. Yep. Okay. So that's at least $95. Oh, wow. Minimum. So Dan owes me 95 bucks. Yeah. Minimum. Could have been more. Here's been the thing. Do you want to know the best part, though? What's is that? The wine couldn't get out of... Uh, it didn't soak up off of my scotch card the way it was supposed to. So I called the company. I'm like, whoever did my couches didn't do a great job, and I paid for it. So send someone back. And they're like, we will. In the interim, have you sprayed anything on it? I'm like, I literally just tried to dab it up. I have no idea. I don't think this is coming out. She's like, okay, well, we're going to ship you something overnight. You'll get it tomorrow. It's an industrial stain remover. I'm like, sweet. So I just left my carpet as is. Mm. You spray that stuff on. You walk away. You come back 20 minutes later, and it is gone. What? Wow. So I I cleaned my car. I got it for free. So now I have this wicked awesome stain remover. I could use that, especially for my clothes, yeah. because my dry cleaner, oh. I'll walk in, and my dry cleaner will say, oh, more red wine stains? I'm like, hey, don't you judge me. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? And then I'm like, yeah, I got a wine stain here and here yeah, and here. There's, uh, if you go to, uh, what is it, Bed Bath & Beyond? Um, we don't have those here, do we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Huh, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't live near one. No, you don't. No, you don't okay. live near anything. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The, at the checkout, they have this like little bottle. It's like this big, and it yeah. says it, it's like it, this removes any stain. I think is what it's called. It's something crazy. It's an old lady. What an on the arrogant front. label! And it does. I was like, yeah, right. I bought it just to see. Yeah. I had mascara on a pillowcase that I could not get off of it for the life of me. So I hate when a that little happens. bit of this stuff. I know. Here's the thing with a red wine stain. So, no matter what point of the evening, if you've got red wine on your shirt, it looks like you're eight bottles deep. Yeah. This happened. So I was at Grey Cup last weekend. I arrived at a party. This is at like four or five in the afternoon. I had just left lunch, had no booze in my system. I get a glass of wine, turn around, someone, boom, it's all over my shirt at the start of the evening. You're a drunk guy. Yes, exactly. I'm like, so I had to keep, I had to go get my jacket and keep my jacket closed the rest of the evening. Yeah, I know. Sweaty. It is, yeah, that is an indicator. But also, it's the Great Cup Party. Everyone's probably drunk by 5 oh, p.m. I anyway. I was going to say, wheel into Ryderville, and you will fit right in. Oh, yeah. It's, again. They know how to get you, it done. Have you been to a Great Cup week, like in Western Canada? As we discussed last week, greatest party every year in Canada. Mm-hmm. So much fun. And it's in Calgary next year. I, I did it in Calgary back in, when was that, 05, 06? No, 07, 08? 08? 09, 10? It was 08. I definitely lived there. I lived there 07, 08. Oh eight oh nine. I've done it in Toronto, and let me tell yeah. you, the one thing that Torontonians love to do: celebrate the CFL. <laughs> I got to tell you, they are all over it. Yeah. They're still talking about Cassius Vaughn's hundred nine yard fumble return uh, touchdown against uh, the Stampeders. Uh, Tess, do you have to run? Uh, I do in like okay. two minutes. Uh, well, you can run now because we're going to run through uh, viewer um, emails okay. or listener emails. We appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. This has been awesome. You are a great fill-in, and I can't wait to do the show. We've never hosted a TV show together, have we? 
Never. I've never worked with you. All right. I can't wait to see what the chemistry is like with the two of you on there. We're it's definitely going to start with two big old glasses of red wine. That's be, for damn sure. You'd be like Hoda and <laughs> Kathy Lee <laughs> yeah. when they do in the morning. Are they allowed? I've always asked one of that question. Are they allowed to drink booze on air? I don't know, are but I, I wonder the same thing. Actually, they are. Ellen DeGeneres drank booze with P. Diddy when he had his vodka label thing, and he was like, you're getting me drunk. And she was like, I know. Really? Yeah. You guys should totally do that. I'm, I'm sure. See, I yeah, like producer, my job. Yeah. <laughs> and then Tim Hortons off. wouldn't be happy. Well, there's that. Yeah. And you got to drive. Well, you'd have to get Uber because then you got to drive home. That's yeah. Right. We've got a fridge full of Coors Lights over there. So when you get to the office. Might grease up before the show. Crack one open. <laughs> uh, Tessa Benoma, everybody. Love you guys. Thanks Woo! for having me. Do we have applause that we can play around with? Uh, never, stuff? never surprise the board op with a suggestion <laughs> that you haven't talked about ahead of time. He hates you right now. No, no. You right. stop. Is good. I gotta go get my face painted. Okay. I you won't ask for the that. same uh, eyeshadow as you, Dan. Don't worry. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, Bye, Tessa. See ya. Uh, Danny, you in there? Hey, bud. What's happening? Uh, not much. You? So, uh, we're gonna start a new segment this week in which okay, we are going to... Oh, Danny. <laughs> we can hear you. There we go. Uh, in which Danny's going to, because we get a lot of listener feedback each week from the podcast, and we never really bring them up except the odd time. Mm-hmm. So uh, Danny's going to uh, give us some uh, some viewer feedback from last week's podcast, and I believe most of it was about Wild Water and Wheels. Yes. So, so this is the theme park in my hometown that is called Wild Water and Wheels. Do we have that theme again, uh, stuff? Because it's a go-kart track. A little roller coaster that you are pushed on, <laughs> so it's not mechanical, <laughs> and then there are bumper boat cars and mini golf. So here is the theme song that we played last week. We So my, my one buddy texts me, he goes, my brothers used to work there, so the while it's still open, um, he said, uh, yeah, so it's still open. That was what the, the theme he wanted to get across to me. The production value of that song, it feels like the same people that put together the Super Bowl shuffle then went to do, uh, to do that thing. But that is a catchy tune. Yeah. Okay, so what's the feedback we got, Danny? Okay, so we we had a lot of feedback, a lot of little stuff, people talking about how the only one on the cards, different memories, but there was maybe the longest Instagram comment I've ever seen on our page <laughs> uh, from Alex Haystead, who used to work there. So I'm just going to read this. Okay. Worked here for four years through high school, hands down the best job for a 14 to 7-year-old kid. The 14 walk- to 17-year-old? Yes. Okay. The water slides gave you bruises from lack of water. The carts, other than number one and number ten, go as fast as a light jog. Highlights in my tenure. Someone lit the bumper boat pool on fire by throwing a cigarette into the water. So infused with gas that leaked from the boats, the entire surface lit up. 
the roller coaster, <laughs> while some rides give the illusion of danger, the Pipeline Express is a genuine risk. Held in by a makeshift welded seatbelt, the gravity-powered coaster would slow down on cold days <laughs> and on one or more occasion cause pile-ups and neck injuries. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so we saw a video of this. Someone at the top of the hill pushes you. Yeah. You're like on a sled. Okay. <laughs> the mini putt is a graveyard of what it once was. I assume in the 80s when it opened and the last of any renovations or improvements where it looked fine. But the animal statues, set up in very, very erotic poses, are now stripped <laughs> of paint. If the scenery isn't upsetting enough, I could talk about the conditions of the actual greens. Last and best of all, the carpet slide. Hand-cut shag carpets <laughs> torn up from what I assume was a smoke trailer is handed to kids who have no idea what they've gotten into. <laughs> On a hot summer day, you can safely go down at a decent speed and almost enjoy yourself. However, if it had rained the previous night or morning, you're in for a treat. The boys would watch as the patrons would fly down the slides, almost clearing the jumps and switching lanes in midair. Oh my god! The best part of every morning. And then he says, I have a hundred stories of this magical place, but one thing is absolutely certain, I had the time. The, the time, time of, of my, my life. life. At, at Wild, Wild Water, Water and, and Wheels. I love that. Are you going to take your kids? Uh, Hit them on the fiery uh, bumper boat? No, probably not. <laughs> So, any other feedback? Anything else people wanted to discuss? That was the big one. We that also was got we also got a lot of uh, a lot of positive feedback from Jay and Dan Darpals. Oh, right. Um, they love the shout out, and they're hoping for Jay and Dan Darpals merchandise in the future. So, this is remember way back when Jay and I were like, "Hey, you're having a dart there, bud." So. Yeah. He wanted to shout out to all the dart pals out there. <laughs> Guys just uh, hauling on darts. Just smoking. Yeah. Just. What would your, uh, if you're going to do merch, what would a Dan O'Toole theme merchandise, what would you like to see? We uh, have it at jandan.com or .ca. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, you know the shirts from Ironhead? They're a Canadian t-shirt yeah, yeah. company. Yeah. They, uh, they said, hey, do you want us to make t-shirts? And I'm like, yeah. So it's just like nice lettering. Uh, it's classy. I think like a beer koozie. And why is it not called a beer cozy? It's a good question. I have no idea. What the f***'s a koozie? <laughs> I forgot you could swear on this. Yes. <laughs> and, and I've always wanted to say it should be a cozy. You know what? I think you're brave enough to take that stance that other people won't go to. And here's the problem with a beer koozie. You use it once and then you, you aren't bringing it with you anywhere. Why not? Have you ever brought one to a party? Good God, no. Yeah, so there you go. Case over. Um, so Jay, yeah, is at home with a baby. He's now got two. He was, uh, we didn't know when he'd be back. Um, so far we've had fill in hosts, uh, Jennifer Hedger. Uh, I've worked with her before. She's the only one so far that I've worked with on the TV show that I'd worked with previously because Lindsay Hamilton, she's new. She, yeah, she was hired when I was gone. Uh, Tessa, she was hired when we were in LA uh, James Duffy, he's on Tuesday night. He was hired when we were in L.A. 
Oh yeah, he was here before. Yeah, he was here. He was there a little bit before. That was crazy, <laughs> by the way. That video of of Dan just going, oh, oh all right, I'm out of here. I'm Dan. Oh yeah, sorry. When now when I said that when Jay did that, um, what was that like in the control room? What was that like? Just that moment? Because I mean, how much had to change on the fly? Oh, well, I just had left? to do all the stuff he was supposed to do. Um, we were we were done the heavy lifting the first. 20 minutes of the show before you get to the first commercial break. That's where most of the highlights and that's where you're on camera doing your stuff. Right, right, right. All that was out of the way. Okay. So, yeah, it was fine. And it's it's not like it was our first TV show. Yeah. So... But it's the first time that your your you know your co-host just walked up and left. That yes. was the first time. So the the reason I love that it happened while we were at, uh, at work on TV is he's always going to have that. He'll be able to to show the little guy, hey, yeah. look at this. I was yeah. at work. I was, I was racing to see your birth. You know, though, what's going to happen when that kid is like 12. It's like, Dad, I am so tired of that story. You know, it's like, you can't, stop showing that to my friends. And whatever f- version of YouTube exists, you know, in 2030, he's going to be yeah. sick and tired of, of Papa, Papa Onry telling that story. Um, but it's a memory. Uh, Anything else? Oh, we had the, the, the news to get to, didn't we? Stuff? This is Jay and Dan. Podcast news. Podcast news we shall have. <laughs> How are you gentlemen tonight? Doing great, Stuff. How about you? I am doing terrific. How happy were you when Dan said, do we have any applause we can do right now? <laughs> I was ecstatic. <laughs> Uh, do, com- did we ever get any applause there? No. Uh, no. Well, I do have applause on this computer here, but it's locked because of some technical difficulties. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well, well, I'll put them in in post, perhaps. We can, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll pretend she got, we saw her off with uh, some applause. Okay. Uh, I got a couple of clips for you guys here, some fun and exciting stuff. Uh, Liverpool coach Jurgen Klopp was speaking of French media via translator earlier this week. I'm not sure if you guys heard this. I did not hear this. But he did take exception somewhat to that person's voice. It's a very erotic voice, by the way, the translator. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. Wow. Again, please. So Jurgen Klopp. Enjoy that. Jurgen Klopp is a fascinating individual. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's got rage, yeah, a lot of rage inside him, but a lot of joy as well. Couple thoughts. Yeah. Um, first one is erotic. One of those words that just makes you feel a little queasy. The way like words like moist. I was going to say moist. Yeah. yeah, like just or panty. Like these are words that are yeah. creepy, especially when men oh. say them. <laughs> oh God! When you just said <laughs> that, know. oh my God! You gave me the chills. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, and I think erotic kind of feels like it's sort of in that category. Yes. Yeah. So just if you're a man, don't say those three, especially the P word. Yeah. That you just said. I'm not even going to say it. And even worse, do a combination of those three words in succession, and it sounds <laughs> it sounds pretty yeah. creepy. So, yeah. yeah. And um, the other one is I feel that's more of a European thing. If a coach... You know, it, it said that about a reporter, that your voice sounds erotic. You can't say that. I feel that here it would not be met with mirth and, oh, look at old Clapper, just being Clap. So, uh, speaking of which, I did happen to find the reporter's voice. Oh, you okay. guys like oh, oh, yes, yeah. we would. So it's a very important game tomorrow. Mm. How are you going to play against Paris tomorrow? 
the Paris <laughs> made oh. it there. Okay, so I was expecting a woman. Yeah. But good. Okay, this uh, kid's gonna play against Paris tomorrow. Oh. I gotta tell you right now, I'm I'm blushing a little bit. That voice, <laughs> that voice is pretty sultry. Like uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm getting tingly. That is a, uh, that is an erotic voice. You're gonna play against Paris tomorrow. Oh, oh thanks, Francisco. It's a very erotic voice, by the way. Yes, because he's got breath in it. Now, do you think if he said panty, it would sound better? Yeah, yeah. I think you, I, you're gonna play against Paris tomorrow. Oh, thank you. Oh, don't mind if I do. Would you like a drink? You know, where's the dimmer switch? Let me just get this a little more romantic. Oh wow! That wow, that's an erotic voice. Yeah, that was. I wish I had that voice. Anything else, stuff? Uh, yeah, sure. We got uh, this Josh Donaldson sound here, uh, where he uh, earlier in the week he was talking to a scrum of reporters and addressed uh, their concerns about playing in the National League. No, I mean, go check check my numbers against the National League. I think you'll be just fine with that. <laughs> you haven't changed a bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's just what it is. So yeah. there he displays that uh, awesome laugh. <laughs> so I figure you we, haven't could changed com- a- we could compare it to a couple other ones, such as the Kawhi. That's <laughs> <laughs> still the best. And the uh, Jay and Dan podcast favorite. Jason Spezza. <laughs> if I'm, can we rank them? I think we should. Power ranking, let's do it. Yeah. I mean, it's, wait a minute. In sports, do a ranking? Just those three right now. It's crazy enough to work. Okay. Um, I'm going to go Spets because Spets just on the all time list. He's been there, he, he's survived this long. So I'm putting him number one, Kawhi number two, Donaldson number three on that list. Mine's a little bit different. And if we have the Kawhi one ready, uh, I, I'd like to play with this. But to me, third third would be Donaldson. Number two for me would be Spezza. Number one would be Kawhi. Because I could feel Kawhi, he sounds like a James Bond villain. Like, I'm going to feed you to the shark. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was like, no, Mr. Bond, I plan on destroying all of Argentina. <laughs> so to me i gotta put uh, Kawhi's laugh that to me is gonna be number one um i just saw a commercial for a whopper man whenever i see a whopper commercial i want one yeah and it's a good burger yeah of course you want to enrage people when you go into a workplace for lunch and everyone's got their salads from the night before and you come in with like a whopper or any sort of fast food a everyone immediately wants it they're yeah. angry at you but the worst part is the passive aggressive they do when they look at you and go oh oh a whopper i haven't had fast food in years <laughs> shut up because you know you want it you're just trying to prove how much better you are than me yeah uh delicious although burger king's hard to find it's true burger you're right i mean mcdonald's everywhere subway everywhere um but you're right burger king when you when you drive past when you're like oh look a burger king yeah, there, there you are there you go <laughs> Burger King, they're still open. <laughs> Bad slogan. They got to work uh, on that. Town of Bradford, West Gwillenberry, getting a Burger King later this month. So, is that the top news for West Gwillenberry for 2018? It's all the news for West Gwillenberry <laughs> for 2018. Is it going to have a play area? Uh, that those aren't things I inquire about. <laughs> <laughs> Will they be embracing? I don't think they'll have one for people my age. <laughs> what would a play area look like for people your age, Christoph? I don't think Burger King can afford it, okay. publicity-wise. As long as they embrace the Carrot Festival, then that Burger King will survive. The f*** is the Carrot Festival? What? Whoa. Wait a minute. It How long have you guys been working together? Bradford's Pride and Joy is the Carrot Festival. Christoph yammers about this 
all the time on the morning show. When is the Carrot Festival? It's in the summer. You, how do you not know that? Uh, it's a weekend in August. They rotate weekends. They close down Main Street. I know you look puzzled, so I'll explain it to you. Main Street and Simcoe Street get closed down. Uh, a bunch of people come out and sell different items. and uh, All carrot-related? No, none of them are actually carrot-related. <laughs> the only carrots are the ones they give away in bags at the center of this whole thing. They give them away. You don't have yeah, to buy them. Yeah, there's bags of carrots for everybody. Okay. I'm going to the Carrot Festival next year. But you've got to come to the Orono Fair. Deal. All what, right. What's the Orono Fair? It's the fair in my little town. Oh, yeah? What goes on there? Yeah, it's a fair. Okay. They got a big country concert on the Friday night. There's yeah. tractor pulls. There's uh, smash-up derby races. It's a good country fair. You and uh, you and Jay live in very different places in the world. Yes. Like, and we've had this discussion. Who could uh, live in the other person's neighborhood? I'm the one who could because yeah, I'm a chameleon. I can yeah. adapt anywhere. Jay would go nuts. Jay, he would absolutely go nuts. Uh, I met him for, you know, when I did, he came on my wine podcast, and, you know, he just had to walk to the bar that we went to for lunch, right. which was a wonderful place for day drinking. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, but, yeah, you guys are uh, very different. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I like, uh, I like the solitude, but I also like going into the city yeah. and having a nice... As uh, you said, you're a chameleon. You're, 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 how long does it take for you to get home? From here, 35 minutes. 35, and that's with no traffic. There's never traffic when I come to work. Yeah, that's true. I come to night. I come to work at night. Um, well, we uh, we thank you, uh, Matt Cause, for coming in. And you keep mentioning this uh, podcast. You should tell people where to find it. And I know what it's called. I, you know, I feel like I, even when I was mentioned, like I don't want to be that guy because I'm on your podcast. I love no, the no, but that's podcast. why we have people on so they can they can okay with well, the uh, get people to their podcast. Well, this one's a very easy name to remember. It's called the Matt Talks Wine and Stuff with Interesting People Podcast. It's purposely that long and clunky because I want people to realize it's not some highfalutin snobby wine talk. Mm -hmm. Not that from time to time things can get technical. It's going to be, is it a lot like when you were describing the wines here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's with psalms, winemakers, but also just people who really like wine. Like I had Jay on, and we're going to have you on uh, at some point. And, uh, you know, it's just a fun way. I'm trying to make wine more approachable and less intimidating. Um, You did a great job. And... I want people to message us on Instagram or on Twitter if they try the wines that you said. Yeah. And give us your feedback because it's some we've never done something like this, so I want to know if people uh, actually took advantage of it. Because I don't know if... Um, well, our, our listeners are all over the map, but I discussed this before. I went to a 30-something party um, about a month ago, mm-hmm. and I was the only one drinking red wine. Oh, really? Yes, and there was no wine opener. Although, the host of that party sent me a picture today. She now has a wine opener in her house. But as a 30-year-old, shouldn't... like That's like the teenage the, party. But it was all beer. It was all like Coors Lights yeah. or mixed drinks. Like okay. vodkas, rye, whiskeys. No wine. I was the only one drinking red wine. I'd be miserable. Thankfully, I always carry... I always... You know, like in movies, the cop who's got the side holster at their boot with a gun? You know, that's... I have that, but it's just with a... It's with a corkscrew. That's... A, that's how I travel, because some yeah. hotels don't have them. Yeah. I got to tell you, though, at, uh, at security, when you're going through... You know, when you, you get, you know, wanded at the airport, they don't like it when you have a, when you have a corkscrew. No. So, yeah. It's very odd. Mm. I'm sure they... They... Uh, they have strange looks whenever you go through security, no matter what you have on you. I'm a pretty innocent-looking guy. You know, 5 nothing. You know, 
Whatever. I'm pretty. I'm the guy that can go into any condo and security's like, yeah, just go. Yeah, what <laughs> you just is, blend in? Yeah. What are you? What, what are you going to do? Like, if I go in with an LCBO with a with a bottle of wine, they're like, yeah, your threat level is basically zero. Just go in. <laughs> Thanks. That's a good calling card. Yeah, they let me in anywhere. Pretty much. You know. Um, okay, so yeah, let us know if you try those wines. Uh, Jay will be back next week. Send him messages. Uh, congrats. He's been posting pictures of uh, him and his baby on Instagram. And I don't know if he's been tweeting it or not, but you can uh, you can stay up to date there. Uh, thanks for uh, being with us on this special um, wine edition podcast with special guests, uh, Matt Cause and Tessa Bonoma. And we'll see you next week. They're going home. The Jay and Dan Podcast, presented by our good friends at Coors Light.